I'm not 
five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Thank 
So, Chavre, let's dive in together. Let it be today, let it be today. Kasher di barda, like you promised, Tati, like you said. It's easy to find when we don't 
to blame. Our differences are loud, and so distinct. But if we play our hearts out and find a common voice, together my strings and your keys will drown out all the.
Giants, how can we even compare to elders wise and so pious? But in this hour, one person's power, no generation has ever seen. Do you know what one pure deed could mean?
yourself for granted All the gifts you have been handed mm. An act of kindness to another Can be felt across the planet Across the whole world There's no denial That you're so vital To the people you come from They're all hoping you'll be the one They're all hoping you'll be the one It could be, it could be, it could be What you can't do is glorious The world is waiting to see It could be you, it can be us We know it's true, we have to trust it all
today Everything is backwards, that's what I see Nothing seems right to me They live the life that I can only dream I plug along, running out of steam The grass is always greener, far as I see The world is not so kind to me
שנים ועדיין מנסים לחשוב ולהבין איך זה יכול להיות שעם קטן אחד אשר יושב בדד עוד חי ולא עבד מי יגלה בסוף J.M. in the A.M., good morning. Uh, back in the New York, New Jersey area. <laughs> yeah, yesterday spent uh, the morning at the Young Israel of Forest Hills. 
where Lizzie and Yosef named the the latest addition to our family, Ariella Aviva. Ariella Aviva Siegel is uh, beautiful, canine horror. And um, I want to thank everybody for their amazing Mazel Tov wishes from around the world for uh, Stacy and me and for um, Miriam and Stephen and for Lizzie and Yosef, of course, and the extended Siegel and Wallach families. What an amazing celebration it's been since she was born while I was in the air. She was born while I was in the air, (laughs) flying back from Israel Thursday night and uh, into Friday morning. So it was just amazing and incredible. Um, so here we are back in the Teenex studios this morning as we continue to do the finishing touches uh, on both our uh, new presences, if you will, uh, both in New York and New Jersey. And now that I'm back, hopefully those efforts will be stepped up and finally concluded, Baruch Hashem, as we continue to uh, look toward the future while enjoying an amazing present, thank God. Uh, speaking of the future, our uh, year-end campaign is on, as you know, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. There have been some amazing donations so far. Keep it coming, everybody, and keep us going for yet another year. A big, big thank you to Mayor Fertig and, of course, to Avrami and Matis and everybody who's been filling in. Uh, but Mayor Fertig sat in yesterday, so I could be at the baby naming, and I want to thank him very, very much. You heard Yoni Z with Lanetzach. AOK was done by Yassi Newman. Simcha Liner had Olam Hafuch. Ashrenu, that was Shlomo Katz. Yaakov Shwekis, it could be you. Hashivenu, that's Sholi, the Solomon Brothers with Modaani. The Serav done by Gabi Cohen. Eliyahu Chait with the Nigun Hamidbar. Unity, that's a brand new Maishi Tischler song, which, by the way, we played the video last night at the Amudim event. Just a beautiful presentation. Um, Kasher Dibarta done by Moshe Auslander. Ellie Levin had Lech Lecha, and from Regesh, of course, Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome to the 13th of December, day 19 in the month of Kislev. I know we really got to get into the Hanukkah stuff, I know. Hanukkah sneaking, sneaking up on us. Sunday night begins the uh, big holiday. First day of Hanukkah will be Monday. I know, we've got to get to the Hanukkah music. Believe me, I know. <laughs> I'm sure our Rummy's going to have a bunch of selections for me, a bunch of recommendations of Hanukkah selections to get on the air over the uh, next few days. And I thank him for all his amazing work behind the scenes. And I thank all of you for tuning in to JM in the AM. Today we get to speak with um, um, with uh, Yair Rosenberg, <coughs> who's going to be in our studio. He's got a brand new album, <coughs> excuse me, which is called Az Yashir. He will be here in Teaneck with us, I believe, in studio. And tomorrow, of course, the long-awaited visit of Gershon Veroba. The long-awaited visit of Gershon Veroba. 40 years in the making. The remastered, digitized, re-released man-to-man album. I cannot wait to speak to him about this tomorrow. I cannot wait to speak to him about this tomorrow. So a lot of great brand-new Jewish music. Lots of stuff to discuss and a whole bunch of stuff going on, and I thank all of you for tuning in. Those of you who were with us last night watching the Amudim event, thank you. They, they were shattering numbers in terms of people tuned in and uh, folks watching online. They hit the goal right around 9 p.m. of $5 million, which was amazing. So call a vote to everybody around the world who helped out uh, our friends at Amudim. Much appreciated, to say the least. 
More coming up. Hour number one, JM in the AM. Again, my thanks to Mayor Fertig. My thanks to all of you. My thanks to uh, those of you who are contributing at fjbunity.org for our year-end campaign. Uh, big thank you to everybody uh, who made the Israel trip so successful and, and wonderful. Um, it was just a it was a great visit with a fantastic event. The Hachnasa Sefer Torah, we are getting so many wonderful comments about the event in Yerushalayim. We had a fantastic broadcast there Thursday at the Nefesh Benefesh headquarters, which included some fantastic conversations. So it was really a uh, just a wonderful and great experience, and I'm so glad that so many of you reacted so positively to everything we did in Israel. More coming up. Bensi Marcus, JM in the AM. <laughs> Mishkinoy <laughs> Shay 
יש אמונה שתיתן לנו את הכוח. הנה כן ישועתי אבטח ולא אבחד, אז בואו נצעק כולם השם אחד. הנה כן ישועתי בואו אבטח ולא אבחד, לא 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 אבחד, לא 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 אבחד, כי תמיד עלינו שומר, השם אחד ושמו אחד, לא 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 אבחד, הנה כן ישועתי יוסי רוטנר with לואף חד, מה טובו before that done by בנסי מרקס. It is a Tuesday morning broadcast here at JM and the AM. By the way, the event last week in Yerushalayim, uh, I know if I start naming names, I'll get into trouble because I'll forget certain people, but I just, I hope that the audience uh, and those who tuned in realize some of the people who were there last week, including our dear friend Yossi Baumel and his wife, Yishai Fleischer, uh, obviously Rabbi Fass. Um, Rabbi Uri Polachowski and his wife, um, Dr. Lior Gottlieb, Mayor Weingarten's Chavrusa, the very prominent professor from Bar-Ilan University. Yossi Goldschmidt of Kolachai. I'll, I'll, I'll say Yossi Goldschmidt's a dear family friend, as all the Goldschmidts are, but <laughs> in the context of Jewish music, I'll say Kolachai. For those who remember Kolachai, um, will remember that uh, he was one and continues to be one of the brothers. Um, so just, a, a, and of course, many, many, Dave Kufeld, the basketball legend, Kevin Conan, 
who we know from Eden Walk and uh, from here in Teaneck, New Jersey. Just so nice of him to come and be part of it. Uh, Solomon Rosenbaum, Yaakov Kessler, and his wife, Shari. Um, the Abelos, Debbie and Dr. Peter Abelow, and of course, Avi Abelow and his wife. And uh, just uh, just so many wonderful people who came and were part of it. And of course, uh, many of Cindy Lieben's relatives and and friends of the Liebens, the Torah, of course, dedicated to the memory of Barry. It was just a uh, a wonderful gathering, just a fantastic gathering. With a big thank you to um, Rabbi Yigal Siegel. You know he's our chief of staff for many, many years and did such a remarkable job in the whole event and the show the next day. And to my uh, nieces and nephews who came, and of course my sister-in-law, Rabbanit Rivka Segal, Larry Waxman and his wife, Marsha. Larry, responsible for my career, basically. <laughs> um, and I know I'm at Philip Bentheim. I know I'm forgetting certain people, and I apologize for that, but it was just, it was great working with Chaim Snow again behind the camera. It's just a wonderful night. So a big thank you to everyone who made it so special. Much appreciated. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio, around the world of web, NachumSegal.com, and the NachumSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. A shout-out to a Mrs. Neima Borowski. She was the party planner for our event last Wednesday night in Yushalayim, and she was just brilliant in that role. Brilliant. Thank you, Mrs. Neima Borowski. And I will tell everybody out there, if you're planning an event in Israel, big or small, speak to her. Speak to her, especially in Jerusalem. Speak to her. She was just a fantastic. Took care of every detail the way we wanted it done. And I walked in there from 6,000 miles away, and everything was taken care of. So thank you to Mrs. Neima Borowski for her incredible dedication to our event in Israel last week. And... Uh, a big shout-out to our friends at Nefesh Benefesh. Yeah, some wonderful people came and were part of the... Uh... Oh, the Katzmans, of course. How can I forget the Katzmans? They were there as well, of course. Galei Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next at JNM. Galei Tzal, Mirushalayim, Asha Ashtayim. Shalom Rav, Baulpan, Amit Calderon, in what's happening now. Lekirat Hanar, Ben Ashashashre, Beveit Sefer, Birchovot. ארבעה חשודים נעצרו במעורבות במעשה. מדווחת כתבתנו אנה פינס. שלושה קטינים ובן שמונה עשרה נעצרו בחשד למעורבות בדקירת הנער בן השש עשרה בבית הספר התיכון ברחובות. מהחקירה הראשונית עולה כי הנער היה מעורב בסכסוך כנופיות ולפי הדר ראייה, הארבעה קפצו מעל לגדר בית הספר, רעולי פנים ונמלטו מהמקום. בתום חקירת הארבעה יוחלט לגבי המשך מעצרה. מנהל יחידת טראומה במרכז הרפואי קפלן, הדוקטור מרק גולמן, עדכן במצבו הרפואי של הנער. עם הצעים חודרים בגפיים, פצע חודר בראש, ללא הכרה, הנשמנו אותו, נתברר שיש לו דימומים מורחבים בראש, העברנו אותו להמשך הטיפול לבלנסון. משפט נתניהו, דרמה בבית המשפט, התובעת יהודית תירוש ביקשה להכריז על הדוקטור יפעת בן חי שגב, לשעבר יושבת ראש מועצת הכבלים והלוויין, כעד העוינת. בן חי שגב טענה בבית המשפט, החקירה שעברתי הייתה רשלנית, חובבנית ומגמתית. היא צריכה להדאיג את כל האזרחים במדינת ישראל. לא אמרתי הרבה דברים כי ביקשתי לחכות לשופטים, מכיוון שלא היה לי אמון במערכת. כך בן חי שגב. 
מדבריה הביא כתבנו לענייני משפט, אביתר בר-און. בחודש אוקטובר נרשם מספר מכירת הדירות הנמוך ביותר בשנתיים האחרונות. כך עולה מנתוני משרד האוצר. מדווחת כתבתנו עינב קרנר. סך העסקאות עמד על 5,100 דירות, ירידה של 65% בהשוואה לתקופה המקבילה אשתקד, וירידה של 36% בהשוואה לחודש הקודם. גם בקרב המשקיעים נרשמה ירידה חדה של 80% בהשוואה לאוקטובר אשתקד, ויותר מ-30% ירידה בהשוואה לספטמבר. רכישות דירה ראשונה הסתכמו ב-2,500 דירות, נתון המבטא ירידה של כ-50% לעומת התקופה המקבילה. נפל מרגמה אותר בעת ביצוע עבודות סמוך לבסיס הצבאי מחנה דורי בתל השומר. כוחות משטרה וחבלנים במקום ונחסמו לתנועה כביש 461 מצומת רמת פנקס לכיוון מזרח וצומת השומר לכיוון מערב. ומזג האוויר ירידה קלה בטמפרטורות ברוב אזורי הארץ ייתכן גשם מקומי ברובו קל. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. בחסות מועדון הצרכנות הוט, המציע להייטקיסטים, הנדסאים ומהנדסים, לפתוח חשבון בבנק.
helping hand in all that we go through for shelter and for liberty for the chance to start anew Yeah. 
Words from O's Sore that we're going to start saying Sunday night. Yeshiva Boys with Chasof here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, the uh, Cole Zimmer selection. Oh, actually, yeah, the Cole Zimmer selection, Hanukkah, and Leif Tahar was done by Shlemy Gertner. Jam Nam Tuesday, thanks for joining us. Within a week of the big holiday, Hanukkah begins on Sunday night. Wishing everybody a happy, healthy, sweet Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah, Freilich and Hanukkah. Uh, enjoy Hanukkah with your family and friends. With the Sufganiot and Livivot. <laughs> oh, by the way, a shout out to uh, my nephew, Dr. Yosef Asi Aharonov, who was probably tuned in and was just in touch with me minutes ago about the big simcha here and was with us at the event Wednesday night in Yerushalayim. Wanted to thank him as well. I know there are people I left out when I um, was mentioning everybody who was there, so I apologize for that. Uh, don't mean to do that on purpose, but uh, you know how it is. You start with a list of names and you just uh, don't get to everybody. Uh, my thanks to Mayor Furtick for sitting in yesterday. A uh, big, big mazel tov to the Siegel and Wallach families as uh, Ariella Aviva now has a name. Thanks to those who are commenting on the app. Hello to Norman Gilden, who has pointed out how beautiful a name it is. Thank you, Norman. And I'm honored that you tune into this show on a regular basis. Ralph has checked in. He says, Boker Tov from Sarel. He's volunteering from an IDF base in Israel, undisclosed location. <laughs> You think I can get it out of him? You think I can convince Ralph to let me know where he is? Uh, he's uh, volunteering with his friends, Bernie and Leah Weinberger, who made Aliyah about six years ago. Trucker Yitz has checked in, reminding me that it's 64 degrees in Yushalayim. Yes, believe you me, I'd rather be there. Temperature, uh, for a bunch of reasons, including the weather, I'd rather be there. Um, that's for sure. And... Um, And I thank all of you for tuning in. Feel, feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Yair Rosenberg is going to join us coming up. Got a brand new album out there called Az Yashir, Songs of Shabbat. Gershon Veroba tomorrow. This is a big piece of news. After 40 years, his man-to-man album has been remastered, digitized, and re-released. And we get to speak to Gershon tomorrow. Live in studio here at JM in the AM. Very much looking forward to that visit. Gershon Veroba, one of the mainstays in this industry for decades. He visits us tomorrow. I have a lot to say about the Mad to Man album, a lot. <laughs> I hope he's ready to listen. And, of course, we'll play it for you tomorrow here at JM in the AM. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, I want to thank those who've been contributing to our year-end campaign, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. My machutin, Lavi Zuckerman from Chicago, has donated. Thank you. Through Yonina's page. That's wonderful. I appreciate it very, very much. Thank you to Tikva Fuchs. Also donated in honor of, or I should say through Yonina Siegel Zuckerman's page, in honor of the one and only Mrs. Yonina Zuckerman. Um, everything you do is with a full heart and Simcha keep on being the most amazing you that's a beautiful message to my daughter thank you thank you to Peter Cohen Um, keep up the great work he says thank you to Miriam Pollock thank you for a great radio show and all the programming you're part of our daily routine thank you for being a true Ohave Yisrael, the Pollocks from Detroit. Wow, I thank you for that. 
Boy, do I thank you for that. Thanks to the Mansdorfs, 10 times high. Thank you, Nachum, for your dedication to Ami Stroll. I appreciate that. Avi and Cindy Berger, thank you. Uh, Anonymous donated a memory of my father who spoke on the air that most difficult day. Um, and in honor of Avrami's request show, in honor of Nachum, continuing to play Micha Gammerman. And thank you for the NSN archives. Thank you. That's a lot of stuff to uh, dedicate your donation to, and I appreciate that, pointing out all the things that you like about this uh, network. A $3,600 um, anonymous donation. Huge miles of to Stacey and Nachum and their newest granddaughter born to Lizzie and Yosef. Thank you very much. Uh, Chaviva Myers. Donation made through my page of 200 plus $16. Anna and Mark Freilich, 10 times high. Our friends at Abel's and Hyman, thank you, Seth. Continued success in all your amazing and important endeavors. Thank you for that. Elaine Rockoff, $100, thank you. These are just some of the donations we've been getting over the last few days. I want to thank everybody who's helped us so far during our year-end campaign. If you haven't given yet, I know you have until the final day of the year, obviously. There's 17 days left. But it would be amazing if you gave now and put us over the 8%. We're at 7%, but another $100 donation will be at 8%. Pretty cool. So thank you. Hey, Dove Halpern is out, who we spoke to in Israel. Remember, he joined us Thursday in studio at the Nefesh Benefesh headquarters last week. He's out with a brand new one called Sivivone in honor of Hanukkah. Here it is at JM in the AM. I spin the dreidel 
JM in the AM, Lachayim done by uh, Joey Newcomb. Uh, let's see, before that, Dove Halpern from Israel, who we spoke to Thursday when we were in Israel at the Nefesh Benefesh headquarters with that brand new Sivivon in honor of Hanukkah here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebin of Alevi, Zechonishmas Esther Basribos of Alevi, and today is the Shloshim observance from my dear father in law, Itzi Weintraub. Uh, it is the Shloshim today, believe it or not. So we will, of course, dedicate morning chizuk to uh, Rav Yitzchak ben Moshe Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning chizuk. Good morning. We learn in the Torah that Yaakov Avinu learned in the yeshiva of Shem and Ever. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky asked the question, what was so unique about the Torah of Shem and Ever? He explains, as our Chachomim tell us, that Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov spent all their days learning Torah. Wherever they resided, they established a base medrash, where they learned and they taught others. This instituted the concept of Limud Torah throughout all the generations, including the founding of yeshivas, the promulgation of Torah to the masses, and the proclamation throughout the world of Hashem's greatness. Shem and Aver, however, lived in a very different environment. Shem grew up during the generation of the flood, the Doramabal. The people were absolutely corrupt. Aver was brought up in the Dorafloga, the generation that constructed the Tower of Bavel. They rebelled against Hashem. They lived in climates that threatened their spiritual existence. They needed to focus on protecting themselves from the pervasive harmful influences that inundated them. In effect, their Torah, the Torah of Shem and Ever, was distinct that it was meant to provide the means for survival amid life's spiritual challenges. During the 14 years that Yaakov Avinu learned with Shem and Ever, he learned new ways of Avodos Hashem that equipped him to live in Lovin's world. When the Shvatim saw that Yaakov Avinu was teaching Yosef the Torah of Shem and Ever, they had no way of knowing that only Yosef would be exiled to a foreign land and would specially be in need of this vital knowledge. The Michtam Melio, Rav Elio Dessler, compares the yeshiva to a miniature Beis Amikdash. He says that building yeshiva or a Beis Yaakov, supporting it, learning Torah, has a boundless effect on all the generations to come. It provides the greatest uplifting of the soul that one can experience in this world. Supporting a yeshiva or a Beis Yaakov Enhancing its quality and character sanctifies the name of heaven. Its reward is limitless. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Another one of the uh, wonderful friends and great people who was with us last Wednesday night in Yerushalayim for the big event, Achnasa Sefer Torah, was our dear friend Yossi Zablocki. We go back a long way. Yossi, of course, is the... He's the man. He's the uh, the uh, he's the uh, chief proprietor, if you will. Not sure what title to give him. Uh, up at the Hudson Valley Resort, and they have a big Hanukkah coming up. And he made a revolutionary announcement a couple of weeks ago about Pesach five seven eight three. Uh, and yes, he gave me some of the details last week when we were standing together in Jerusalem. And I said to him, I said, "You got to come on the air. We got to talk about this." 
because people need to know that locally, really close by, a very special Pesach program is uh, going to be taking place. Yassi Zablocki, you got to tell me what title to use. Welcome back to JM in the AM. I don't know what title I should have. Thank you, Nachum, for having me. Uh, <laughs> call me host, uh, group leader. Go. There you go. Um, I like host. Host up at the Hudson Valley Resort. By the way, folks, I want to mention parenthetically that um, uh, Yonina and Eitan Shabbos Shevabrochos took place at the Hudson Valley Resort up in Kerhunksen, New York. And I'm mentioning it because there are people uh, who get frustrated because there are some uh, very often, especially these days, some very, very, only very expensive options uh, for Shabbos Shevabrachas in the New York, New Jersey area. And uh, also a very difficult time coordinating, especially when you have a smaller group that you're trying to accommodate. So the Hudson Valley Resort came through with tremendous service, fantastic food, uh, a great um, a great environment, and a really reasonable price, all of this, a tremendous value for your dollars. I'm going to mention that. And, Yassi, I'm going to say to you, thank you again for all your help a month ago with that big celebration. Oh, it was great hosting you there. And I hope you had noticed that we had also just redone our entire lobby there. So it looks different than it's looked in the past, I don't know, 50, 60 years. And we put a lot of effort in modernizing the, uh, the hotel. So it's really coming together. And it's really, it's a, it's a great place for people to be doing Shabbat and for schools to be coming and just for regular guests to come. In. And as well as the stuff that we have planned for the Chagim are, are some crazy stuff that I have uh, developing. And we're going to talk about Pesach in a minute, as much as that sometimes agitates people that we even mention that word. But, but let's, start with a, let's start with a holiday that everybody has no problem uh, tolerating. And that's, of course, Chanukah. People don't just tolerate it. They love celebrating it. And it begins this coming Sunday night, which I assume means that a couple of weeks from now, there'll be a beautiful Shabbos Chanukah up at the Hudson Valley Resort. Yossi Zablocki, what can you tell us about Hanukkah in Kerhunks in New York. We are having a Hanukkah program that I'm hosting there. There'll be more Sufkaniyot than anybody could possibly need to eat over a Shabbos. <laughs> um, a young singer, Yossi Leibowitz, is performing Motzei Shabbos. Um, we have a magic show for kids. It's going to be an amazing, uh, amazing Hanukkah. Um, candle lighting in the lobby. Um, really uh, be able to do a real uh, Pursuing Nisa there and... and um, it's going, to be, it's going to be amazing, amazing Shabbos. The easiest way for people to get information and to book rooms for their family for Shabbos Hanukkah, what would be the best way for people to do that? They can either call my office, which is 845-794-6000, 845-794-6000, or they can email me directly, which is destinations, with an S at the end, it's destinations, plural, destinations613 at yahoo.com. Destinations613 at yahoo.com. Destinations613 at yahoo.com. Get your reservations in for Shabbos Hanukkah. Enjoy what Jesse Zablocki as host and his amazing staff have planned up in the Catskill region. Uh, it is a great facility. It has been modernized, as Jesse just described. The food is, I, I cannot even begin to tell you, if food is important to you, folks, because that's part of having a great time and enjoying the Catskills um, atmosphere, then you are in for a special treat because his staff just goes completely off the charts uh, to provide fantastic meals, great snacks, wonderful sufganiyot, as you just heard, and, of course, great tea room as well. It's all there, destinations613 at yahoo.com. Yassi, if you don't mind, the phone number one more time. 845-794-6000. 
6,000. Now, you, you described to me last week, and it was so wonderful to see you in Jerusalem. Never thought we'd be together in an event there, and it was so nice. You described to me last week what you're planning for Pesach. Now, you do know that there are very limited local programs these days, especially post-COVID. There are very limited affordable programs locally these days, especially post-COVID. Uh, all, I, I would think all you would really need to do as host up there at the Hudson Valley Resort is open your doors for Pesach and you'll likely sell out. Why have you, Yossi Zablocki, created this whole brand new approach to the holiday, which uh, I believe most people who've seen the flyer and are hearing the details are calling revolutionary? Well, I mean, we are, you, you, do, you do point something out accurately, which is I believe we are the least expensive um, program um, locally, at least, the least expensive program for Pesach. I think I'm able to do that because, right. um, one, it, it's my hotel, so I have certain advantages there. Um, but we try to really make it so that, so that everybody can afford um, to be able to go away. And so we, we've kept prices down at any of the programs that I've run for years. Um, and Pesach, regardless of what I'm attempting, um, this coming Pesach, which we'll get, get to in a second, it is probably the least expensive program around. Um, I don't know whether it's because of my excess energy or whatever creativity that I uh, have to get out somehow, <laughs> but I decided this year to try something that, as far as I could tell, no Pesach program that I've ever seen. So, I mean, maybe it's been done on some level. No Pesach program has ever attempted to do or ever managed to pull off, which is a complete immersive um, Pesach experience, a complete immersive ancient Egypt experience. So let me be clear, there is absolutely no need to go to Egypt this year <laughs> for Pesach. I know everybody was planning that. There's absolutely no need to, to get on a flight and, and, uh, and, and, and pack your bags and go with uh, CC into, uh, into uh, Cairo itself because we are going to be having at the Hudson Valley and a completely immersive ancient Egypt experience from beginning to the end. You got to give Nothing some examples. Like you got to give some examples. What do you mean? What does that mean? An immersive experience. So, you know, it, it's really hard to do. I mean, of course I'm going to have to do that, but it's really hard because I do not want to ruin the million surprises I have, but I'll, I'll at least talk about the items that I've put on, on my flyer, which is that, you know, when you, when you go to stay at a hotel near Disney world, there's the star Wars hotel. Where you walk in and you see star Wars, uh, imitation star Wars figures all over the hotel. We are doing the same type of thing at the Hudson Valley. When you check in, you're going to be checked in by, by either Ramses or Cleopatra or <laughs> some other Egyptian queen or king, him or herself. Um, David, my maitre d', who, who Nachum, you've come to know yeah. from your Sheva Brachos there. Amazing. Um, I have not actually uh, defined his exact role yet, and he, he's going to be hearing this for the first time, but he will be Pharaoh himself. <laughs> um, um, Moshe Rabbeinu will be there as well, as well as his brother Aaron. Um, but I believe I'm giving the role of Pharaoh to, to, um, to David. Um, and this is not just a situation of me, of me, uh, um, uh, buying a couple of costumes. I've, we, we will have a full size ancient Egyptian sarcophagus there. For those who don't know what that is, those big Egyptian, uh, um, mummies, the, uh, where, where at least the, uh, the, the, the pharaohs were, 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 were buried. Um, almost anybody, um, life size, anybody can fit into that. I believe you're the exception, Nahum. Um, <laughs> as, as, as you are, uh, you are taller than I think any pharaoh ever was. Um, but it is 
It is over six foot tall. Um, David is going to have an exact replica of King Tut's throne um, in the lobby. And we are, we are transforming the entire, the entire lobby, the entire hotel into ancient Egypt. So well, that I obviously can. Well, here are some of the things that you've already declared. Uh, you will be transporting, as you said, uh, 4,000 years back. Everybody will be transformed 4,000 years back in time and experience eight days of Exodus like no Pesach program in history has ever done. Uh, but you have, in addition to de- having declared that you're fully transforming the hotel, uh, you have said that there'll be escape from Egypt games and challenges for both the adults and kids. You'll be able to meet your favorite story of Egypt's characters. You've alluded to that because you. it sounds like you're going to have your staff uh, actually uh, be those characters to the best of their ability. There'll be shows and activities with an ancient Egyptian theme. Uh, There will be Cleopatra's majestic tea room. Your tea room, by the way, in general is pretty majestic. I guess you're going to even upgrade that uh, to to, um, legitimately call it Cleopatra's majestic tea room. And of course, all of this is on top of the updated accommodations, the renovated lobby, uh, all the delicious food that we always emphasize. Why wouldn't we? Uh, And and of course, the, uh, uh, the exquisite tea room and the full Pesach experience. So I don't know. Look, I I don't have to press you on what people will see when they wake up in the morning. I don't have to press you on what type of uh, uh, of costumes will or will not be used. I don't have to press you on what the cuisine is going to be like to make it feel like a transform- transformative experience back in Egypt. I'm not going to ask you for those details. I know you'd love for those details to remain a secret until people get up there to the hotel for Pesach. But I think based on what you've already released in terms of this information, people are getting a good idea about what you have planned, Yossi Zablocki. And yes, we do agree. You have excess energy and excess creativity. Um, thank you. Yeah, I, I am currently building an escape room and wow. it has an ancient Egyptian themed um, escape room. It's going to be, no surprise, but escape from Egypt. Yeah, you know, historically, um, and, historically and, the Jews did escape. You know that, right? That was the result. <laughs> that was the result. So, <laughs> so we are doing an escape from Egypt theme escape room. Um, I'm having the lecturers that we will have will be dealing with uh, with with Egypt um, Egypt related themes. Obviously, you know, obviously the uh, the Rebbeim are going to be speaking about about Yitzhak Mitzrayim. That's easier for them. Right. But somebody like Dov Heiken, who we have there, he's going to have to. Uh, he's, he's if he's listening, he'll find out right now what he's lecturing about. He's going to have to lecture about uh, Egypt for the past four thousand years, maybe from the first escape to uh, to to the current peace agreement with uh, with Egypt, and that allows him to to stick to my theme of of a complete immersive Egyptian experience and still be able to talk about the things that somebody like Dov Heikens, um likes to talk about. So all the games and lecturers are going to have to stick to this theme one way or the other. The shows at night, the tea rooms, I've already spoken to um, to my tea room um, director, a wonderful woman, Manucha Rabinowitz, and she she's going to be decorating different ways. Each, each tea room is going to obviously be done differently, but um, she's going to be uh, decorating with different types of themes that all relate to Yitziat Mitzrayim, being in Egypt, going to the desert. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be an amazing experience. Oh, it's- things that I have planned and, you know, I, I come up with a new idea each day. We quickly write it down, and then I have to go buy things to be able to uh, execute it. And by the way, I'll just add that when Jesse Zablocki's in charge, the kids are taken care of. There's always uh, fun games, a whole bunch of stuff for kids to do. So if you're looking for a family experience locally uh, this Pesach, 
Um, Hudson Valley Resort is a phenomenal option. But I'll leave it to you, the listeners, to explore the option. I'll give you the information in a second. Let me just add that the list of speakers in addition to Dove Hiken does include Rabbi David Cohen, who's amazing, Rabbi Yoshua Weber, who's great, Rabbi Yechiel Lichtenstein, who we know for years. He's wonderful. Uh, so you have a great list of people who are going to be joining up at the Hudson Valley Resort. It's very simple, everybody. Uh, enjoy this transformative Pesach experience up at the Hudson Valley Resort uh, this coming Pesach. Get all the information about Shabbos Hanukkah. Get all the information about Pesach. Get all the information about Shabbat Tonim. Get all the information about making Shabbos Shever Brachas up at the Hudson Valley Resort. It's a great option. Like I said, these days, there are limited local options, especially good value for your dollar uh, local options. And uh, I can tell you, because I was just there, uh, with tremendous pride and real assurance that the Hudson Valley Resort is a fantastic option. A uh, phone number for information, 845-794-6000, 845-794-6000, or destinations613 at yahoo.com, destinations613 at yahoo.com. Get ready for the Hudson Valley Resort. Again, right now, you got to check out the Shabbos Hanukkah um, uh, information. So use that phone number and email address for that. And of course, uh, as you start to think about what you're going to be doing for Pesach, make sure to put the Hudson Valley Resort on your list. Contact Yossi and his staff at 845-794-6000, 845-794-6000. Yossi Zablocki, very exciting because you're promising not just a great local good value for your dollar Pesach, you're also promising a transformative experience for the, uh, for the big holiday. 100%. And you, you said it best of all, the kids are going to have a great time and, and it's mutually beneficial because we need people to build the pyramids and we need people <laughs> to build Pitom and Ramses. And what better recruits than to grab all of the children and uh, I won't say force them to build pyramids, but perhaps help us. Um, in building uh, pyramids in ancient Egyptian cities. So hey, that's the hey, plan. It's hey, a complete experience. Hey, the Jews worked really hard before leaving Egypt, so the kids will come up with that experience as well when they go up to the hotel. <laughs> what can I tell you? They're... 100%. It's going to be an adventure. Uh, Yassi, good luck. Keep us up to date on all this, and, and have a wonderful Shabbos Hanukkah. I hope our listeners take advantage and go and enjoy the Hudson Valley Resort. Thank you so much for having me. Take care, Nahum. More coming up. It's great seeing you last week. Yossi Zablocki was among the uh, special guests last week in Yerushalayim at the Achnas Sefer Torah. It was wonderful to celebrate with him and with so many others. More coming up. You're listening to a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM. Throughout all the years of hardships and tears, we've looked up above for help and for love when crossing the sea. Or for family, we all stood strong and called out in
Precious, one of a kind. It's so many ways are making me blind. Under the surface, hidden behind facades and filters. So I live in the moment. I open my eyes. All of the beauty won't pass me by. Life is much more than comments and likes. Approval from strangers. Look. 
JM in the AM, the brand new Hanukkah medley from Rafal Malul here on a JM in the AM Tuesday. That's right, Hanukkah is fast approaching. Eighth day, had to look up. You heard Shira Lashem done by Shalshelis Jr. And my thanks to Yossi Zablocki for joining us earlier from the Hudson Valley Resort. And hour number two is complete here at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at single.com on the single Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Tomorrow, Gershon Veroba in studio. We're going to be talking about the re-release, the remastered, the digitized man-to-man album, which uh, <coughs> came out Many years ago, 40, if I'm not mistaken, years ago. And we get an opportunity to discuss this significant anniversary and the re-release here tomorrow on this broadcast at JM in the AM. I want to thank those who have been giving at fjbunity.org. Again, I want to thank those who have been giving at fjbunity.org, our year-end campaign. Much appreciated. A lot of great donations so far. I think we're at 8% of our goal, if I'm not mistaken. And we have about another 17 days before the end. So please do what you can to add to uh, our year-end campaign. Much appreciated. So again, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and... um, that is much appreciated. Uh, well, we, uh, we've we been mentioning the last couple of weeks that we're going to uh, introduce Yair Rosenberg to this audience. Yair Rosenberg has a great brand new album, which we're going to be featuring this morning right here at JM in the AM. And um, he is here in studio to have a little discussion and talk about the brand new music. I'm also told that he actually arranged his uh, trip out of town to time it with a return this Tuesday so he could be right here with us at JM and the AM, and I certainly appreciate that. We'll kick things off with his Draw Ye Kra here at JM and the AM and then get into our conversation this morning on a new music alert Tuesday right here at JM in the AM. Shabbat Shalom. 
JM in the AM, New Music Alert Tuesday with Yair Rosenberg and Draw Yikra. The album is entitled Az Yashir, Songs for Shabbat. Yair Rosenberg, welcome to JM in the AM. Great to be here. I appreciate that very much. First time you ever a guest on this show or not? Uh, I think so. I think my dad was on here, but not me. And he would have been on in what capacity? So, uh... He's a Rav in Queens um, at an eighth climb of Kew Gardens Hills. And I think the last time he was on it was to talk about his uh, Hogwarts Haggadah. <laughs> That's right. It just hit me as you were saying it. That's right. A, a topic for those of you wondering if Nahum Siegel's an expert on Hogwarts, the answer is no. Yet I tried my best yes. <laughs> to make sure the rabbi felt comfortable here. <laughs> yeah, it was wonderful. I appreciate that. Uh, if I told you your first appearance on this show, would be because of music you created. I have a feeling you wouldn't have believed that. Am I right or not? Yeah, that's not uh, usually why I go on the radio. It's so funny because you're outspoken and a great commentary commentator, I should say, on so many topics. And I, I would think that Jewish music would be the furthest thing from what we could discuss and, uh, and schmooze about on the air. Yeah, um, but there's, you know, there's a... Uh... I think everybody who does uh, what I do, especially if you cover things like I do, like anti-Semitism stuff, that's uh, right. somewhat depressing. You have to remember what it is you're fighting for in the first place. Um, and, you know, it's not about the negative things people say about Jews. It's the things that Jews contribute to the world and the things that contribute to Jewish life. And Jewish music is a big part of that. Uh, let's start from the other end, though. How did you start in the, in the world of commentary, this world of, I guess, what we call journalism, social media, etc.? What was your entree into all of that? Yeah, so uh, like a lot of people, I fell into my job by accident. Um, I would read like everybody else, uh, you know, the newsprint media, the online media about things I cared about, religion, um, anti-Semitism, Judaism. And I felt it wasn't quite grasping what I felt were the real stories or the things that I would talk about. Um, and when you have that realization, you have two options as a Jewish person. You can either kvetch which takes the form of, you know, some internet comment or a letter to the editor that probably no one sees. Or tweet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you could say, put your money where your mouth is and try to show how you would do it better, uh, which is obviously harder. Um, but that's what I tried to do. I would, you know, pitch an article to this or that publication saying, you yeah. know, I can explain this a little bit more in more interesting way or with more depth. Uh, and people said yes, and then they liked it. So they asked me to do it again, and they asked me to do it again. And then suddenly you have a job. So serious publications obviously are printing your work or publicizing i don't know if the right word is printing these days anymore yeah. are publicizing your work and they include i mean where are some of the places where you can be read where you're regularly seen yeah, so for many years i was a writer at tablet magazine and i also wrote places you know at the washington post a little bit here the new york times and here and there elsewhere uh, but for the last year or so i've been writing pretty much exclusively for the atlantic um, where they were really kind enough to give me a little corner of their website where i now have a newsletter called deep shtetl this is a real thing that exists at the atlantic right. magazine um, it's amazing. And people can just sign up and get it in their inboxes, and it also exists as articles on the Atlantic's website. Uh, and we cover, you know, religion, politics, culture, and obviously with a very strong Jewish lens. And Deep Shtetl is expected to be uh, updated uh, or fresh material be there how often? Um, pretty much every week. Um, and that may, you know, shift depending. Like, I was just in Israel, right? And so right. you sort of got a little postcard from uh, Yerushalayim, and then, uh, you know, suddenly you get a, you know, a lot of stuff comes out of that trip. Uh, but we try to make it pretty regular. And today, as you mentioned, after this radio show ends, you're going to be a guest on a radio station in based in Minnesota. That's going to, and you're going to be discussing the topic of anti-Semitism. They are concerned or curious about that topic, even there in the Midwest. 
Yeah, um, especially because of given recent events in popular culture with uh, particular musical artists, uh, you know, making anti-Semitic sure. comments. There's a lot of interest in this, um, and which is good. It's good to see that uh, everywhere from, you know, public radio to the White House is taking this seriously. Um, and that just means that, you know, I end up coming on uh, programs where it's important but less fun. Uh, than Jamie the <laughs> Well, I feel bad because I've derailed your entire interview here. We're here to discuss a brand new Jewish music offering, and we're spending time on the other part of your career. <laughs> yeah, you know, to me, it's all part of one big you know, right. whole. I think that, uh, you know, um, I didn't even realize that when you start making a music album, you know, you don't realize, but it's an expression of yourself, just like the writing. Um, and in my writing, I try to explain very different groups of people to each other. You know, it can be different kinds of Jews to each other. It can be Jews to non-Jews and non-Jews to Jews. Um, and there's only so much you can do in words sometimes to bridge divides. But music, you know, people will appreciate and listen to my music who might not appreciate or listen to my words. Oh, it's so funny. At the Amudim event last night, that was one of my themes, is, is what music does for the soul, for the heart, how it inspires, how it can change people. It has so, it's such, so many capabilities uh, once you're, you know, become familiar with a with a song or with a musical theme, and the printed word, you know, again, as you know, has plenty of influence, but it doesn't have exactly that. It's, it doesn't have that method of reaching somebody. Exactly, and I, you know, after putting out the album, I see that over and over again. It's just like there are people who might not have found my writing, but they find the music, uh, and that's their way in. All right. Would we have heard that draw you crowd before? Or this is a real solid Yair Rosenberg original tune. Um, yeah, so that's an original. Um, and, you know, what's interesting about all these songs is that, the, you know, the project took, the album took seven years. One, because I have a day job, as you heard. Wow. Um, but two, because I, you know, I wasn't, I didn't know what I was doing when I started. And so I had to learn how to make things good. And sometimes also songs don't come right away. Well, get, I'll tell you another problem with yeah. your album. Another problem with this effort, as yeah. one tries to release, you know, 10 songs on the theme that you've chosen. There's a lot of Shabbat material out there. There's a lot of competition. You know, when you when you have 30 draw you cross in your head already, it's not easy to write a new one and to produce something that sounds as good as this one. Yeah, I mean, uh, so on one hand, it sounds, it's sort of hubristic, but on the other hand, it's kind of a shortcut because, you know, one of the things I didn't have to worry about in this album was writing good lyrics because somebody already did it for me. Uh, so, you know, made my life You knew there were good words. Yeah. <laughs> now um, you just needed a good tune. Draw Your Cry is a fantastic song. Uh, the more you look at it, the more fantastic it is. Obviously, the first words, you know, it's like proclaim freedom. It's joyous, and hopefully that's what we captured. Uh, but also just it's beautifully written by Dunash Iman Labrat. And if you look at all the verses, what I love about this is, you know, we have L'Chadodi and many other things. Right. Like but tell you who wrote it right. but Drory Kra, it's you know he really wanted you to know he wrote it he was very proud of it so it's like Drory Kra, Droch Pura uh, look at all the, like most of the verses are all acrostics for Dunash they like, themselves each verse yeah, individually individually so you read the first verse I never verse. knew that that's amazing yeah so it's like the first verse like okay this was written by Dunash it's like in case you missed it written by Dunash and also Dunash but like he's right to be proud it's a really good song and it's like that throughout the entire thing uh, almost all of it like the last not verse not the last Hadoch, right, you right. Know, so you're not but you're getting most of the verses are the same across right. that was his tip of the hat to Shabbos he's yeah. gonna do as best as he can for that theme yeah. and not worry about his own PR yeah <laughs> so I've always loved that part about it I love it yeah your Rosenberg is here we're here to talk about some Jewish music and it's your choice as I said to you before the show started uh, you get to decide what the playlist looks like this morning which is the next song you want to go to 
Um, so the album uh, goes in the order of, of Shabbat. So right. it's like the experience of it, starting with Yedid Nefesh and right. going all the way down through the rest. So mm-hmm. let's start with Yedid Nefesh. Yedid Nefesh is track number one. The song, is, or I should say the album is entitled Az Yashir, Songs for Shabbat. Yair Rosenberg is responsible for it. Is this available everywhere? Like how to it's on all the streaming music services. You can also buy a physical CD. You'll find that on Amazon. You can so you search it, yeah. for your name and no one will have any problem finding this. This is true. Uh, you will find it on all those things, although you'll probably find also my writing. Uh, which is pretty good, but the music's better. Yeah, well, I don't know. That's debatable. I uh, I think your writing's pretty spectacular. Oh, <laughs> well, we'll call them in. We'll call them, we'll call them equal uh, equally impressive. How's that? You did Nefesh, brand new. Yeah, Ear Rosenberg who's in studio with us on a new music alert Tuesday at JM in the AM. Oh, that 
Yair Rosenberg in the studio at JM in the AM. Expert in a lot of great Jewish topics, and now we can add Jewish music to that. The album is entitled Az Yashir, Songs for Shabbat. That's Yadid Nefesh here on a uh, new Music Alert Tuesday at JM in the AM. You said something interesting to me off the air, and that is that, I mean, obviously you're a really good songwriter, but you understand your deficiencies. It sounds like you can't read music, you can't write music, you probably don't arrange your own songs, I assume, right? Yeah. And sometimes it's it's important for an artist to understand their limitations, right? Yes. Yeah, so the one reason this took seven years is that uh, for most of my life I had, you know, music that popped into my head, um, but I didn't know how to express it or to share it really because I didn't know how to write or read music. I, you know, rudimentary notions of it, you know, here and there, but that's it. Um, and so I thought, oh, that's that's as far as it's going to go. Um, but then over time, I learned that you can find the right collaborators who can take that stuff and turn it into, you know, so I found the right producer. His name is Charles Newman. Um, and we were connected and he's Jewish, but had never done a Jewish music album. And so as a result was like this great mix of understanding what we were doing, but also bringing something new to it uh, from like 20 years working in the secular music industry. Um, and now nobody knows Miros and his family the way he does. You know, he has, uh, you know, part part of his family is, you know, is Orthodox in, uh, you know, and you know, in Maryland, and uh, you know, now they can listen to the CD, and, you know, and so it was like, you know, it's a wonderful thing, uh, as I said, that music can sort of bridge different parts of sure. our community, uh, and also I have non-Jewish readers who have listened to my music and tell me they really like it. Um, so yeah, so I had to learn how to find the right people to work with me you also hear on these this album it's not just me singing uh it's two wonderful wonderful uh friends of mine abla savit and arun viswanath if you think yeah you're rosenberg is an intense <laughs> name um and they both ran their college acapella groups they play multiple instruments they can read and write music oh wow and they just threw themselves into this project and built all the harmonies on occasion i would say i hear this harmony in my head and we would do that right. but i would say 90 95 that, that must be heartwarming for people like that with that musical background finding your your stuff you know really <laughs> worthwhile yeah or also just making it that much better right um and that's the whole secret of it right people hear the final product and you know this right from all of these jewish music albums but there's actually a whole team behind it that's not sure. the name on the cover right. right so you have these people making the harmonies with me you have charles who when you hear like an instrumental he's putting that together with musicians and right. because he's worked for 20 years in the industry he knows when i say i want a fiddle for this song he knows who to ask right and so that's how we could find the right musicians for each thing because i, I tell him what i hear in my head but then he finds the person who's meant to play it. Um, and so, you know, it really is a team effort and it isn't just me, even though I sing them and I do compose the tunes. I provide a really essential component. But sure. I learned like just how much, right, this is like a team sport. Unbelievable. It takes a team and that team has done a really good job on this brand new effort. Yeah, your Rosenberg is here. We're talking about the brand new album. Az Yashir, songs for Shabbat. Not everybody associates the words Az Yashir with Shabbat. Why Why the combination? So Az Yashir in, in the Torah is this moment of communal singing where everyone sings together. Right. Um, and the idea of this album is it is the experience of Shabbos chronologically um, from the beginning to end. And the point was that uh, we wanted people to, when they listen to it, to realize they too can sing along. The songs are designed to be relatively easy to pick up and sing. Almost all of them are like that. Um, and they're also, um, you know, a lot of choices went into making it that way. Like we have these harmonies that make it easy to people feel like, oh, here's like how I can slot in. In like the Lechado D, you hear like basically the congregation singing along. Um, and so I wanted to evoke that. And that's the title. And that's your experience. Yeah. And it has also significance uh, in my family because my father, uh, Rabbi Moshe Rosenberg. Right. Um, so his bar mitzvah was actually a few weeks before um, 
um, Bishalach, um, but uh, which is where Ajashir appears. But his name is Moshe, and my grandfather was a Hasidic composer who we can talk about of some note, and he pushed my father's bar mitzvah forward, a, you know, back a couple weeks to make sure it would fall out on Bishalach <laughs> so that the invitations could say Az Yashir Moshe. Um, <laughs> so it has some real significance. Is that cheating? Well. Is that a sly move? What would you call it? <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, it's, you know, it's really, it was just like this because it, music was that very, nice. so much important to my grandfather's Judaism. Um, and, uh, you know, which is, again, you ask, like, where did I get the music stuff? Well, it runs in the family. Right. Um, and I have, like, a fraction of a fraction of whatever was up there. And you described him as a composer? What did you say? He was a Hasidic composer. A Hasidic composer. He, For which Hasidic group? Which uh, Hasidic sect? So he ended up escaping um, uh, the Holocaust through Shanghai um, with Chabad. Right. Um, and so he sort of became part of Chabad in that way. Is he responsible for some of the Nagunim we might know? Yeah. So there's a, there's a, um, the most And today's a big day, by the way. Today's Yutes Kislev. Which is a big Chabad, right? Today your test, I think. It, yeah, today's your test, Kislev. Amazing. Today's a big Chabad holiday. Yeah. So this is a song that he's most famous that many people in Chabad know, and it's like you know one of their you know standards is uh, called uh, Shir Hagaula, um, and uh, there's most recently a version that Benny Friedman did. Right. Um, and it's a song that was originally he composed in Shanghai during the Holocaust because there are all these yeshiva students and sure. they're they're in this moment of, uh, you know, catastrophe and the world is sort of burning down around them and they don't know what's going on. Basically, the only thing they know is that their families have been murdered and they don't know if there's going to be a Jewish community to go back to. You know, it's this moment of extreme peril and they get this letter of encouragement uh, that's sent to the Bachram in Shanghai that is attributed to the previous Lubavitch Rebbe. Um, and it's a poem uh, of encouragement and uh, they want to remember it, but back then they don't have smartphones. You can't WhatsApp it to everybody. Right. You can't print it out. You can't even Xerox it. So they said to my grandfather, make it into a song so that we can remember, remember it. And so he did. Um, and then there were people, there were students there who very particularly loved this song and they taught it to their children, and to their communities. And that's how it sort of spread. And that's why so many people know it. Um, and there are so many, there are many versions at this point of it. And the most recent, like I mentioned, is Benny Friedman. Right. One day, Perhaps soon, uh, I would love to sit down with the people you hear on the CD and do my version. Because, of course, we have a Masora in my family of how it should be done. We have the original recordings of my grandfather singing it. We even know, to an extent, how he wanted some of it arranged. Um, so that's high on my list. But I had to learn how to do stuff. like I would never have done that right away because it has a, I have a very high bar for doing that properly. But I think after having done this whole album, I have a sense of how we could do that well. You've read him, now you've heard him, and uh, his name is Harry Rosenberg, and his uh, brand new album is called Az Yashir, Songs for Shabbat, and uh, we have time for another song or two. Where to next, Jair? Um, let's try Menucha Vesimcha. So this one's a, a slow one. Menucha Vesimcha. It's on the brand new album, Yair Rosenberg, on a new music alert Tuesday at JM in the AM. Oh, 
Chose some great vocalists. Not that you're not great yourself, but they're so good. <laughs> they're really good. Uh, Menucha Vesimcha, the brand new album is entitled Az Yashir. It's Yair Rosenberg with songs for Shabbat. Available everywhere. And when we say that these days, it used to mean when we said that in the old days that if you walked into a random store, you'd find it. Now, from the comfort of your own home or the comfort of your own iPhone, yeah. you could order this and have it and enjoy it. And you did mention that there actually are hard CDs available, which yeah, is so we have, we which is remarkable. What happened to you? You had a you had a trip back in time? What happened? <laughs> yeah, so I was told uh, by my producer that there's still people who like the physical CDs, and nice. people do seem to order them. And we really put a lot into, you can see the cover online, like the image, but there's a right. really beautiful design. We hired a really lovely artist for this. and uh, But yeah, you can find it on Apple Music, on Amazon Music, on Spotify. You can buy the MP3s individually. You can do really anything you want with it, and it's everywhere you want to find it. Phenomenal. Great addition to anybody's Arab Shabbos repertoire, including ours. Yair Rosenberg is here. Final words as we do a new Music Alert Tuesday here at JMM. We're going to wrap up with a song entitled Lote Voshi, which is, of course, from Lachadodi. Uh, I think, as I said earlier, that you've accomplished something that's uh, difficult to accomplish when you have. 30 versions of every Shabbos song in your head and you've lived life till this point and you know and you want to create something original not everybody would start it's sort of like you know starting with Adon Alam yeah. starting with Ani Mamin you know like can one improve on those selections and you went ahead and took the challenge and created something really really nice well thank you so much and um 
I, uh, I would assume that now you can uh, uh, add Jewish music to your list of uh, accomplishments uh, in the public sphere. You know, I'm, I, I look forward to imposing it on people wherever I go. You know, when I went to speak <laughs> once at like an event where I was talking about anti-Semitism on stage, and like we were looking you up and we found this music and we like it. Like the people running the like tech side. Like, can we play like some of the Jory Kra when you walk onto the stage? And I'm like, I wouldn't have suggested it, but you're welcome to. That's hilarious so, and great. And you know, it really adds. It, it must be, it must be a, um, it, it must be interesting to be an expert uh, on and a speaker on a specific topic. And the thing you wish the most is that that topic didn't have to be spoken about. You yeah. mentioned anti-Semitism. Yeah. You're turned to, to address this issue. And in the back of your mind, look, I know your background. In the back of your mind, there's no question you're saying to yourself, I wish this whole situation would not exist. I mean, you can see from my editors that it's their frustration. And they'll be saying to me, like, oh, this thing happened. We need you to, like, you know, write about this. And I was like, do I really have to? Right. And, wow. uh, and they're like, it's your job. <laughs> and they're right. And also, if you, you have to always remember that if you don't write, it's not like no one else is going to say anything. And very right. often people fill the space with things that are not as valuable or might be counterproductive. Uh, so that's what I do it. But of course, I'd rather spend my time doing Jewish music, sure. writing about, you know, that translation of Harry Potter into Yiddish, right. <laughs> you know, Jews in baseball. These are all things I have done and loved. And they're positive stories about about the Jewish life and experience uh, in the world. How many Jews in baseball right now, approximately? Oh, I, had, I could not tell you. Is there a minion? We don't know. Um, Probably not, right? I wrote about the front office. I wrote about uh-huh. the person who now runs the Boston Red Sox, a, f- a fellow named Chaim Bloom. Who before what do we call him? A traditional Jew? How do we refer to him? Um, I would say he would consider himself, you know, a traditional Jew. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, his... Uh, Getting a lot of heat now for the way the team's performing. It's a very tough uh, environment yeah. to run that. You know, it's a tough job. Um, yeah. I, I So I profiled him before people knew as much who he was when he was the vice president of the Tampa Bay Rays, a very, right. very successful baseball team that spends almost no money but wins a lot of games. Right. And... It's and it was an amazing experience, and uh, people who read that profile know that it starts with discovering that there's a jar of gefilte fish right. in his office. I remember that, and uh, that was your article. That was mine, and uh, you know it was. He said a really, you know, he was very kind, and he let me follow him around for you know a day and a half or so, and see everything he did with his job, and he answered my questions, and he even let me tell the story of the gefilte fish on his shelf, right. which you guys can look up and you'll find out. Most importantly, did he install a kosher stand in Fenway Park, or he hasn't gotten to that? Yet? They already before he got there. Oh, they had kosher. I, I went already? to college in Boston, and ah. uh, I went to Fenway Park and they have a hot nosh uh, stand. So rest assured you can get grocery food there. Where did you go to school up there? I went to Harvard. Um, Very cool. Yeah, and so I was like Would you recommend it to high school seniors today or Harvard's not the same as it used to be? I mean, these places always change. My sister just finished up and she had a lovely experience. Undergrad. Yeah, undergrad. Interesting. Um, And it's, you know, I was finishing up college and I realized I'd never been to Fenway Park and I was like, how could you do that? You have to go. And so then, and then of course I went and got something from the hot nosh thing. You checked off all the boxes. Exactly. <laughs> to say the least. And I'm a Yankee fan, but I appreciate, you know, yeah, baseball I mean, history. I've also been to Fenway, even though I'm a, I, I feel an obligation. I had to go. Yeah. Although I will say that on the way to Fenway, we spent the prior night at a minor league baseball game. Yeah. And Fenway reminded me more of that minor league experience <laughs> than it did at Yan- a Yankee Stadium experience. So, yeah. you know, Boston doesn't uh, exactly shake the image of small town USA, even though they seem to be the sports capital of the world right now. So, yeah. Anyway, don't get me started on their football team and all that other stuff. Uh, yeah, you're Rosenberg. What a play! Oh, you're from Queens. I would assume you Originally have the same, Queens, I would assume you yeah. the same problem I'd have with the with the football team up there in Boston. I would guess, but who knows? Yeah, I I'm mean, a- I am I'm <laughs> such a baseball person, right? You know, I, I follow here and there football, but really, baseball is my thing. Um, and yet I'm from Queens, but like, again, you talk about my family. They're originally from the Upper West Side of right. Manhattan, you know, so right. we're, we're good property Yankee fans. Right, understood. Um, you reminded me just now, 
you know, David Letterman used to have the top 10 lists. So he had a top 10 list uh, that was uh, the top 10 adjectives or top 10 descriptions you never hear about NFL offensive linemen. Number five, Hasidic. <laughs> I thought you'd appreciate that. A little sports humor. All right. Uh, Yair Rosenberg, I thank you. For, you should follow Yair Rosenberg on Twitter. That's your that's your main social media place, right? I mean, I assume you're on the others as well. Yeah, but, but two, the two places, I mean, we we actually have an Instagram uh, where you can, that's where you prefer. I have a Facebook page. Like anywhere you want, you can find right. me. Twitter is the primary, but also, you know, the newsletter, Deep Shtetl. Uh, you can, right. If you search for Yair Rosenberg, Deep Shtetl, guaranteed only combination of the words that exist on the internet, you will right. find the news letter and guaranteed that you'll have fresh material at least once a week you'll get stuff regularly and right. uh the wonderful thing is you you know people write back to those emails and so unlike say you know twitter where there's just a million people yelling right in, tw in the newsletter people get it in their inbox and we have conversations what a pleasure meeting you My i'm pleasure. so glad you were here today you know i i said this i think uh off the air but like i grew up listening <laughs> to jam in the am <laughs> on the way to school right so this is just an amazing experience i appreciate that very much yeah you're rosenberg everybody brand new album as just share songs for shabbat we'll wrap up with lote voshi and i thank him for joining us for a new music alert tuesday at jam in the am
What a pleasure spending the morning with Yair Rosenberg here at JMM. I never thought we'd meet uh, <laughs> on a Jewish music effort um, because he has been so involved in so many great Jewish issues for so many years. But I, uh, I thank him for visiting us this morning. New Music Alert Tuesday here at JM in the AM. My thanks to all of you who are giving to the uh, FJBUnity.org. FJBUnity.org, our year-end campaign, is in full swing. We started in New Shalayim this past Thursday. Thanks to everybody who's contributing. It is much appreciated, of course. Uh, we Oh, we did hit 8% of our goal already. Thank you. All right. Seems like every day we're getting to another percent. Uh, thanks to Stacey Rottenstreich, 10 times high in honor of grandchildren, Dovi, Remy, and Ellie Hertzberg, and Marley, uh, Sam Roy, or rather Sammy, Sammy and uh, Zachary Rottenstreich. Thank you for that. Thanks to Chaya Cole, three times sky, says Tadaraba. We say Tadaraba to you. Thank you to Rebecca Spurn. Thank you to Sandy Abraham. Thanks to, oh, thank you, Greg Bernhardt. Greg says, as always, thanks so much for your uh, tireless, spirited quality work on behalf of the Jewish community. Much appreciated. FJBUnity.org, if you haven't given yet, give and be as generous as possible. And, of course, we thank you. Tomorrow, Gershon Varoba. Gershon Varoba in our studio tomorrow here at JM in the AM. I am so looking forward to greeting him. It is the remastered, re-released, digitized, man-to-man album from 40 years ago. He's been one of the mainstays of Jewish music for four decades, even more than that. He visits us tomorrow here at JMNAM. Very, very much looking forward to it. Should be a lot of fun. And, um, and, um, It'll be, I, I call it a new music alert day. Why not? Even though it's a 40-year-old album, <laughs> it's a new music alert day as far as I'm concerned <laughs> because of uh, just how special that album is. A big shout-out to our friends at A&H. Our friends at Abels and Hyman have a 10% discount with promo code radio at kosherdogs.net. Why not head to the website and order all the delicious items you want for Hanukkah? Do it right now. A lot of Hanukkah parties going on. Next week. Oh, yes. And you want some great A&H products to treat your family and friends with. So go to kosherdogs.net, whether it's salami, whether it's any of the other delicious meat items, no matter what it is you're looking for, make sure to order from A&H at kosherdogs.net. Make sure to use your promo code radio for your 10% discount. It's the 13th of December, day 19 in the month of Kislev, just a week away from, less than a week away from Hanukkah which starts on Sunday night. My thanks to Mayor Fertig, who subbed yesterday while we uh, were at the baby naming of uh, Lizzie and Yosef's brand-new daughter, Ariella Aviva, is the name of our brand-new granddaughter, Mazal Tov, to uh, the extended Siegel and Wallach families from all of us here at the JM and the AM. So amazing to share this news with you, our phenomenal listeners. So appreciated. Uh, all the good wishes coming from around the world are appreciated. So thank you very, very much. And we should continue to share more and more smachot. We're on a really good streak right now. Let's keep it going. More and more and more smachot. That's the key. Um, our friends at ArtScore will remind you that everything that you order this week and every week, it's a major discount and free shipping when you use promo code radio. Simple as that. You need something for Hanukkah, some great gifts, anything whatsoever. Remember, it is, um, 
a very easy procedure to keep in mind. You check out at artscroll.com and you use promo code radio. When you do that, you get your major discount and free shipping. Simple as that. I don't think we can make it any more simpler. So take advantage, everybody. Always use promo code radio and ordering from artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio and ordering from artscroll.com. Brand new, Maishi Tischler, JM in the AM.
Shalom. 
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com, on the NachumSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wrapping things up with um, Dudi Meshi, before that, the Solomon Brothers, and before that, Maishi Tischler, brand new here at JMDM. Tomorrow, big day, Gershon Varoba is going to be here in studio talking about the remastered re-released digitized version of a man to man very much looking forward to that conversation tomorrow morning right here at jm in the am thanks so much for tuning in don't forget live lunch with avrami happens at 11 a.m eastern time tune in final live lunch before hanukkah you never know what avrami has up his sleeve and uh, we're back tomorrow morning starting at 6 a.m uh, if you don't receive our daily newsletter or our daily thread i should say or weekly newsletter make sure to write to avrami af at nachomsegal.com af at NahumSiegel.com. And please continue to give to our year-end fundraiser. 17 days left. Um, FJBUnity.org. FJBUnity.org. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.